Welcome to After Dark with Robert Andrew on the America Out Loud platform. I am your host, Rob, and my co-host tonight is Heather Robinson of the New York Post. Tonight's discussion is on Lakin Riley, the young woman who was brutally murdered by an illegal alien in Athens, Georgia, last week. Contrary to popular belief, that's the belief of the liberal media, the man who murdered her was not an Athens resident. It was not an American citizen. He was not someone who lived anywhere near Georgia. He was an illegal alien. There's no if, ands, or buts. And I'm coming out saying that because I know that many in the liberal media have been making it seem as if though this man was a citizen of America, a citizen of Athens, Georgia. Many of them didn't even want to release his name or a picture of him. You know why? Because he wasn't a white man. Now, had he been white, we would have known his name, address, age, his weight, where he lived, and everything about his family. But because this man that killed her happened to be an illegal alien from Venezuela, the media wants to hide it. They want to cover it up. We have seen this time after time after time. Not only that, this man who brutally murdered this young woman, this young white woman, who was a nursing student, had previously been arrested for molesting a child and for the rape of a child. And he was let out of jail. Why is this? And we see this happening time after time after time, Heather. And you know what else? We're told, I'm just going to just put it out there because we can no longer play around. Because this election that's coming up is a serious election. It's an election for good or for evil. If you vote for Biden, I'm just going to say it in my opinion, you're voting for evil. You're voting for your death. It's your death sentence. So all those suburban moms who are saying, we don't like Trump, we can't vote for Trump because he's mean because of his tweets, this is what will happen to you. What happened to Lakin Riley will happen to you, your daughter, your mother, your sister, your aunt. Someone near and dear to you will meet the same fate if you vote for Joe Biden. We've got to start being honest with people. This is what will happen. And you know what else? The media will not even give a damn that your life has been taken away. They don't care. They just want all these woke policies to keep going. They want illegals to keep coming across the border. They don't give a damn about America. They don't give a damn about how we think. They don't care. So if you're going to go this November and vote for Joe Biden, this is your fate. Accept it now. Heather, how are you tonight? What are your thoughts? I'm okay, Rob. Thank you. The other thought I had today is when Trump, back in 2016, I guess, said Mexico, they're sending their rapists, they're sending their murderers, they're not sending their best, and some of them, I'm sure, are nice people. Everybody reacted like that was the most horrible thing in the world to say. But I was just thinking the reality is, in, you know, it may have been blunt. It may have been crassly expressed, but he was telling the truth as usual. 
I mean, the, he wasn't demonizing every single one of the people who are coming across the border. He, you know, there are a lot of worse things he could have said. He basically essentially said some of these individuals are criminals. They're criminals. And, you know, we are migrating problems from these other countries into our country. And that doesn't mean every single person who's coming here illegally is a monstrous person. Some of them are decent enough people giving it a shot. And, you know, I think it was actually a very fair statement that he made. And every, you know, the liberals acted, you know, as usual, like that was some horrific, vile, evil thing as if to to maintain some control of your your country's borders and some awareness of who's coming in is some evil thing when in reality i mean there's never been a time in american history when anybody from anywhere could just come with absolutely no scrutiny or process this is a new thing I mean, this is thanks to the hard left or whoever. I, I, you know, I mean, this is a horrible tragedy what happened to this young woman. Just horrendous. And I also think that these things are happening continuously. I mean, this, this has reached a tipping point, I guess, where people are fed up and they're finally seeing that, you know, masses of illegal immigration with zero scrutiny or control is a problem. So they're, you know, giving important attention to this horror. But I've heard of plenty of horrors, Rob, through the years. So have you. Um, you know, this, this, they're really late to the awareness that it's a security issue. It has been from the start. Trump pointed it out and was excoriated and vilified for doing so. And, you know, I guess, like you said, it, 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 people, some people just simply don't, they want to parrot this liberal can't, you know, a, until it comes to them. And, and it's, it's, you know, it's coming and it's terrible. Not only that, Heather, is it coming and it's terrible. But when you have the mayor of the city of Athens, Mayor Kelly Gertz, to come out yesterday, Wednesday, and give a statement and try to avoid the obvious, not wanting to name the illegal alien, Venezuelan name, Jose Antonio Abera, of this heinous act. He tried to dress it up. He tried to play it down. And you had the citizens of the town to come out and heckle him and call mm -hmm. him a liar and say that you've got you, – you are the one who is guilty and got blood on your hands for this murder, sir. And he kept trying to change the story, trying to flip it to make it seem as if though, oh, no, no, what you guys are saying isn't wrong. All lives matter. Lake and Riley's life mattered. She was a white woman, but her life mattered. Contrary to popular belief of the left, of the media, the liberal media, her life mattered. 
And for this mayor and for members of the press to make it seem as if though this is just another murder, let's just move on. And that's how they're trying to build this, that, you know, people get killed and it's no big deal. So let's move on to the next topic. Imagine how this woman's family is feeling right now. This young woman went out for a jog. And you have an illegal alien, thanks to Joe Biden, who was arrested not once but three times for assaulting children, and he gets out. We're supposed to look at this and pretend as if, though, it's no big deal. People get murdered every day. That is a reason why I would submit to you that if the Supreme Court comes back and says that Trump doesn't have presidential immunity, you know, people can go after him, then we should be able to go after Joe Biden and say that these are your policies. We want to sue you because my loved one would be here today if it wasn't for your policies. This family should be able to sue the mayor, should be able to sue the mayor of Athens because of their lack of policing and to protect her. She should be able to sue everyone. Now, if she were black, they would have already had a lawsuit. Look at George Floyd, a two-bit criminal. His family was paid $48 million. George Floyd, again, should have not died. But George Floyd wasn't a model citizen either. We would already hear about the lawsuits. But with this young woman, oh, no biggie, no big deal. She died, okay, whatever, let's move on. Because they don't want to place the blame where it belongs. Joe Biden's lack of policy to shut the border. Oh, and then he goes to the border today. He's at the border. He only went because he knew that Donald Trump was going, and he's not even going, or he didn't even go where it mattered. He didn't go where there is a hole in the border. He's going to go somewhere where it's neutral and friendly. This is where we are. 2024, another American lost her life because of Joe Biden and the Democrats' failed policies because they want illegals here. And Heather, they keep telling us that America is racist. They keep telling us that there's systemic racism here. If that is the case, how did this guy come here? Why did he come here? Did he want to get a taste of this racism that America is offering up? Is that what all these other illegals are doing? They want a taste of the racism. They want to make certain that it actually works. They want to make certain that what we call racism is, in fact, racism. Is that what they're doing? Because I don't get it. If we're so racist, why is it that we still have brown people crossing our borders? What do you say, Heather? Well, of course, I think, you know, it's it's we know that the left is is they have no real good ideas. The only issue they have that any kind of reasonable person could possibly um, prefer them on is, um, you know, abortion, even though I don't like abortion, you know, you and I have talked about this. Um, I think that they're getting more and more outlandish. I mean, they like to hold themselves up as 
the moral superiors of others. Remember, a lot of this this open borderism was fueled by hysteria over separating parents from children. Okay. My understanding, having spoken with some people in the Trump administration, is part of the reason that was happening is that some of the people coming across the border with children are not actually the parents of those children. There are children being trafficked for drug industry, for um, pornography in this country. And these liberals, you know, conveniently ignore all of that. They don't educate themselves about what's happening. I wrote about this for the New York Post three years ago. Um, that, you know, the sad, the truth is there are many worse things that can happen to children than being temporarily separated from their parents in a secure facility. What the liberals are enabling is incentivizing the dragging of children across a border to get in here. It's enabled trafficking, uh, child pornography, uh, the drug trade, um, all kinds of mayhem and, and migrating of problems from these other countries into our country. And it's been known for many years, but the liberals, you know, they're not honest about the dark side of the policies they exalt. I mean, look, I, I, I get it. If we close that border, there are some nice people, as Trump said, who are going to be kept out of the country. I mean, I don't think that we're, our side is as dishonest about, you know, that there is no perfect Shangri-La. You know, there, you can't be the beacon on the hill to everyone in the world, no questions asked, without inviting all kinds of dark and negative unintended consequences. Um, this has really been clear to me from the start that, that um, you know, look, anyway, the thing is, I, the other thing I think that's infuriating about it is that the left for many years now has elided the distinction between immigrants and illegal aliens, between immigration and illegal immigration. They talk about it, you know, they just, they're just dishonest. They talk about it like, you know, conservatives are anti-immigrant and Trump is racist and anti-immigrant. He's not anti-immigrant. He's anti-illegal immigration. There's a, there's a difference. There was always a process for getting into this country. You know, when people came during the great waves of immigration, there were different levels of um, allowance for different people from different countries. There were medical exams. You, you know, if somebody, a perfectly good person who could vouch for himself or herself in terms of uh, ability to earn a living and contacts in America and you know, and it's certainly people who were good and not criminals. If they had an eye infection, they were sent back. Okay. I mean, this is during the days of, you know, bring me, you're tired, you're poor, you're hungry, you know, and the, the great waves of immigration that we, we all, um, you know, respect and, and it would help to build this country. But even then there were, there was a process. And I think that the left likes to pretend that the only way to be a decent person is to um, be against any kind of a process. And it's just, it's, excuse my language, it's bullshit on so many levels, Rob. It's bullshit because it never was that way. Okay, we, yes, we've been a nation welcoming to immigrants in many times, but we always had a process. Uh, B, this is inhumane because it's the way this law is now. And I've written about this. It incentivizes people to use children to get in here. You know, it's another case where the liberals, the left's 
sort of moral vanity, sense of themselves as the moral uh, arbiters, you know, wanting to be the ladies and gentlemen, you know, benevolent, you know, as they are in a lot of areas like you and I have talked about. They create, you know, these policies actually incentivize dependency, dysfunction, criminality. They don't really help people. I mean, maybe there are some people who've gotten in here who are nice people, as Trump said. It's not, not totally black and white. But by and large, their policies in this area, as in many areas, have failed. And they don't want to acknowledge it. And um, it's, it's, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable, and it has to stop. And we keep saying that it has to stop. And that number of illegal aliens has grown under this regime, the Joe Biden regime. And as I've said before on many shows, they, they don't care about these illegals coming here other than the fact that they're hoping somewhere along the line that they'll be able to get them to vote. But until they're able to push that through, they will definitely try to use them for the census purposes and counting so that they can increase their numbers in the House. And this is just wrong. Why can't we just have increased our birth rate? Well, we can't do that because we're too busy telling men that they can be women and women can be men. You can't produce children from that. But see, this is how warped our society has become. And we need someone with a steady hand to go in and set this ship straight so that we could keep, stop going down this crazy path to no man's land. The only thing that happens is that it destroys us time after time after time. You're listening to After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Out Loud platform. And my co-host tonight is Heather Robinson. We'll be back after this commercial break. You've all heard Dr. McCullough and others share over and over the value of keeping your sinuses cleansed. It's a smart move all year, but even more so when we're cooped up inside. It's not really open for debate any longer. Those that live smart and live well pay attention to nasal and oral hygiene. Cofix RX has just the tools for the job with our nasal and throat cleanse. Click the Cofix RX banner on AmericaOutloud.shop to get 20% off your entire order. That's right, AmericaOutloud.shop. Use coupon code OUTLOUD. That's coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off your entire order. Use Cofix RX because it works. Cholesterol, blood pressure, blood sugar, inflammation, and weight. These are all real-world problems that 87% of Americans are struggling with. Often, there are no symptoms, but left unattended, we become inundated with one health problem after another. It's time to fight back with Heal Right. Heal Right is a bar that you eat, but it's food as medicine that addresses the nutritional root cause of health issues in just eight weeks. Developed by world-renowned scientists and backed by 15 years of research, Heal Right is effective, but it's also delicious and works without additional diet or lifestyle changes. Step out of the statistics and use food as medicine. Visit HealRight.com slash OutLoud or AmericaOutloud.shop and use the code OutLoud for 20% off. So when we went to break, we're talking about this path to nowhere. 
in allowing these illegals to come here other than the Democrats seeing this as a way to increase their presence in the House of Representatives. Because during the census, they will count these illegals and use that to increase their power gain. And something else we should mention, we should mention rather, that Heather and I were talking about during the break is that even past presidents have said that we need to get control of the border. You had Clinton to say it. You had both Bushes to say it. And Heather, as you were saying, even Barack Obama and the current vice president had said, had mentioned to illegals not to come here. You want to pick that up, Heather? Well, what they said, I, I don't know that they said don't come, but they said at one point, I, Obama said, don't bring your children um, because it's too dangerous. Some of them are going to die in the desert and, you know, it's just not right. And Harris said that too. She did. She said, um, it was a while ago. She said um, something to the effect, you know, of course, you know, Biden put her in charge of the border, remember? And, you know, it, to a certain extent, it's like, not that I'm big on defending Harris or Mayorkas, but what are these people? I mean, the policy is what it is. I mean, it's coming from the top, from Biden or whoever's making the decisions. So how are they supposed to magically, you know, I don't even know what the, if their intentions are there or not. But even if they were, I mean, we won't um, we won't bring back I mean, Trump's policies or, or, you know, get tough on the border. So what are they supposed to like magically do? To control it if the commander in chief doesn't say um you know um remain in mexico policy is now enforced and you know uh customs and border patrol will be sending you all back you know i mean if, if that's not the policy how i mean things are so out of control now what are they supposed to do i mean again i don't particularly like them but like mayorkas is being impeached harris is being condemned but I mean, they presumably they're not going to be able to shut down the border if Biden won't do it. So what they're supposed to go and magically wave a magic wand and, you know, uh, sprinkle pixie dust on people to make them turn around. I mean, it's it's like absurd. I mean, the, poli the basic policy has to change. No individual in these posts can fix it if we don't acknowledge that we can't have an open border. There's an asylum process. And that, you know, someone who's a bona fide um, asylum candidate, you know, should be able to follow some process. And, um, you know, maybe we should have, have some safe place on the Mexico side for people who claim to be victims of persecution to stay for, you know, some duration of time and make their case. Um, and maybe that system can be attended to and improved. But this whole business of just massive crush of people, no questions asked, I mean, that's the policy now. And there's no, nothing I don't think any of these individuals can do to bring it under control if Biden doesn't do it. And the Democrats, we know they won't do it. So, you know, and I guess they, they're now saying that the Republicans uh, didn't want to pass whatever the bill is that the Democrats now lately, Johnny come lately, are try, we're trying to push through. 
because they don't want the Democrat. You know, I mean, there may be some truth to that, Rob, even though our side is in the right and this has been terrible dysfunction for decades now. You know, after all the Democrats dysfunction and mismanagement and, you know, willful blindness to the problems created by this open border, I guess maybe some of the, the politicians on our side don't want to let them hurry up and try to pass something to, you know, so the, you know, the, the conservatives, lo- you know, lose the issue in the election. I don't know. What do you think? Well, Biden does have the power to stop the crisis at the border. He went there today. And I think he only went because Trump was going and he sees that a lot of people are angry with what's happening at the border. And that is the reason why we're talking about Lake and Riley. And we need to keep that at the forefront. She's not the only person who has suffered at the hands of an illegal alien. There have been other people. There are communities that are suffering in Chicago, in New York. We have black representatives of the black community that are coming out and saying that their communities are suffering. The kids can't go to community centers because they're turning them into homeless shelters. It is not our responsibility to take care of these illegals. We need to put them on a bus and send them back. But guess what? Venezuela doesn't even want them to come back. The Mexican president doesn't want them to come back. None of these governments, none of these governments of these different countries want these people to come back. So as you were saying during the first block, quoting Trump, when he said, when he was coming down the golden escalators, many of the people that are here, they're not the finest, they're not the best. Maybe some of them are, but we're seeing now that what he said was truthful. So all of those people who are yelling, he's a racist, he's a this, no, he was a truth sayer. Because what he said, we see, we're experiencing it. Black people are experiencing it. They're coming out and they're saying, this is not right. You're dumping these people in our neighborhoods and you're bringing down the property value. You're suppressing the wages. You're making our neighborhoods unsafe. But these are the same people who want to jump up and say that Donald Trump is a racist. And see, we need someone in the media like ourselves to articulate this because we know that the likes of CNN, fake news, MSNBC, they're not going to say it. They're going to say, oh, well, a woman lost her life and so many other people have lost their lives, just like the mayor of Athens. He wants to say that the person who's responsible for this young lady's death is a perpetrator. I agree with that. But you know who else is responsible? Joe Biden. Who else is responsible? The failed policies of the Democrats. Who else is responsible? George Soros. Why won't someone sue George Soros? It is because of him that we have these woke district of attorneys in office. It is because of him that we have a lot of these woke politicians in office. And what are conservatives doing? Deep pocket conservatives who can counter what he's doing. They're doing nothing but sitting on the sidelines and watching and waiting. They're doing nothing but sitting on the sidelines and betting for a horse that's not going to win the race. And that horse is Nikki Haley. And no, I'm not saying she's a horse because she looks like a horse. I'm just making an analogy. It's a fool's dream. It is a fool's dream in what they're doing. And it's time we wake up and we can't be soft. We've got to be forceful. 
we have got to kick down the door and say, this is what's happening, and it is time to take our country back on so many different levels, Heather. So many different levels. I mean, we're talking about Lake and Riley tonight because what happened, and the media is trying to like whitewash it over, pretend as if though it didn't exist. And this was, again, this was someone's daughter, someone's sister, someone's friend, someone's nurse. She had a promising career ahead of her. But because of Joe Biden's policy, she's no longer, no longer with us. She's dead. And this fate will be met by so many others between now and the election. And then we met again after the election, if we have suburban moms not voting the right way, if we have independents not voting the right way, because Trump hurts my feelings, he makes me feel bad. Okay, well, a lot more than that is going to be hurt. And you might not even have that to hurt if you don't have your life. Yes, I'm speaking direct. I'm speaking at you. I'm speaking to you because it's time for people to wake up. Of course, our listeners are aware of this. But there are so many other people who aren't aware of this. They want this to be sugarcoated. They want the focus to be on, well, Trump and all his indictments, and Trump is a bad person, and Trump and Trump. No, we already know that all these indictments, smoke screens and mirrors, they should not be brought forward. We already know that the true criminal here is Joe Biden and his family cabal. We already know that. But the media won't tell you that because they want to hide it from you just like Russia collusion. Four years of thinking that Trump was colluding with the Russians only to find out that it never happened. Christopher Steele made it all up because of Hillary Clinton. These are the people who should be in jail. But James Comey didn't want to go after Hillary because he said, well, you know, she did something wrong, but I don't think that a reasonable jury would find her guilty. The same way Robert Hur let Joe Biden off by saying, yeah, he had classified documents, but he's an old man with poor memory. And there are a lot of other people who are old with poor memory. But if you commit the crime, you do the time. The same way this guy who killed Lake and Riley. And can, we can't forget the situation here in New York City and the downtown area of Soho where an illegal alien killed a woman and then he fled off to Arizona. Now, in the previous shows, I think I was saying that he went to Washington State, but it was actually not Arizona, but wasn't it? Yes, it was Arizona. He went to Arizona, and the attorney general there said that she is not going to extradite him back to New York City because she's not certain that New York City will keep him in jail or let him out to continue his crime spree. That's sad. It's sad, and it says a whole lot about Alvin Bragg that he doesn't care about the safety of the citizens of New York City. He doesn't care about who these illegal aliens are killing. They don't care. They want to hide it the same way they want to hide all the other criminal activity. Look at the the illegals that jumped a cop and they let them go. And then once there was a huge public outcry, they decided, well, maybe we should arrest them because we don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Had it been a white man, you would have thrown him in jail. But because his skin color happens to be a shade of brown and he's an illegal, oh, let's just let him go. We don't care. Look at how backwards our system of justice is. And you got people who are going along with it as if though it's okay. 
Well, I'm here to tell you, as a black man, it is not okay. Everybody should be able to obey the law. And if you can't, you go to jail. But look at how the left have divided us. Look at how they have us thinking, that, oh, no, these people, they can't. We got to let them go. And we don't want to We don't want to say who they are. It's, it's insane. Just think that, that it's insulting and it's insane. But certain types of people don't understand right from wrong and don't understand consequences. It's actually very insulting. Yes. And it shouldn't it's be happening. Very paternalistic. And that's the left. And they've they've created this, in my humble opinion. I think they, I mean, I don't want to, uh, I, I don't, I'm not trying to say individuals aren't responsible for their actions. Um, but I think that if you take any group of people, okay, and you separate them, um, hold them to set different standards, fill their consciousness with the idea that they've been, you know, wronged, not just in the past, but continuously, and that everybody they meet who's unlike them is responsible. You take any group of people and you tell them that you're going to create a lot of problems. That is not a healthy ideology. That is not a balanced way to think about life. And, you know, it's one thing to recognize that there's such a thing as racism and it's, it exists. It's, you know, it's true in many, you know, across all societies, unfortunately. Um, it seems to be a pervasive um, kind of uh, problem. And we know that any kind of racism, whether it's anti-black, anti-white, anti-anything, I mean, it's, it's an ignorant way to think. It's a, it's a knee-jerk, negative overgeneralizing, sloppy way to think, lazy way to think, and it's wrong. But it really isn't unique to America. Um, it's part of human nature, sadly. But I think we've all been lately fed this script that there's something uniquely prejudiced about American society because of the admittedly terrible, horrible sins of the past and slavery, which was a a scourge on our history and on us. But I don't think myself, Rob, I'd be interested in your thoughts. I feel like it was never properly dealt with maybe. And I think we're very stuck in this paradigm. And, but I mean, to, to teach children, you know, that uh, everybody is against them. The world is against them because of the color of their skin. And, and other kids have to, feel responsible for the sins, admittedly horrible sins, but things that were done hundreds of years ago. I mean, this, this, I think it's crazy. I think it's just reinforcing, it's prejudging, teaching people that they can make assumptions about other people based on the color of their skin, how much privilege they have, how they're responsible for someone else's misery. They, they, this can all be known about someone before you get to know them. I mean, this is what the left is teaching. It's prejudgment. It's prejudice. And I think it's, it's, it's helping to create a lot of these social problems. I think it's making everything worse. I think it's increasing racism, too, sadly. I think it's doing the exact opposite of what it's supposed to do because I think people are scared, Rob. And I, I think when people are scared, 
um, that does not bring out the best in any of us, you know, to walk around. I mean, fear is part of human nature. It allows us to defend ourselves, hopefully, if we're attacked. It, it has its great purpose, but it's not supposed to be a state that's continuous, that you're walking around. And, you know, I think when you have a lack, a breakdown in law and order, different standards of uh, different legal and moral standards for different groups of people based on this kooky, uh, pseudo pseudo intellectual bullshit people don't feel safe and I think when people don't feel safe you know whether they're black they're white or whatever it brings out more prejudice and violence because that's the dark side of human nature and I think you know a society that has a breakdown of, of law and order of a sense of fairness and structure people don't know what to expect you know, once you take that away, you can preach people all day long not to be racist, okay? And it's still wrong to be racist. But you know what? If people are scared for themselves, they're not going to worry about, you know, the social theory, you know? And I just think this this country, you know, it's, it's, it is so deteriorating. We need sanity and a uh, return to basic common sense so badly i cannot understate it i agree and we've got to get there uh a lot sooner than we think now we're up against another hard commercial break we'll be back with more after dark with robert andrew and my co-host tonight heather robinson many voices one freedom united in the first amendment our goal is to herald the voice of genuine liberty at AmericaOutloud.news. A place where you'll find the naked truth expressed with a patriotic heart. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Heather, as I started up tonight's show saying, I want people to remember this young woman, Lake and Riley. We can't just let the media shove this under the rug and pretend as if though this is just like a typical murder. There should be no typical murder. No one should just leave their lose their life and we say, oh well, you know, it's just another number. It should not be that way. 
albeit we see that is the case in Chicago, when you have innocent Black kids being killed every weekend in Washington, D.C., in Detroit, in New Orleans. This should not be the norm. These were people with lives. And as I said during the first block, their lives mattered. Lakin Riley's life mattered. I don't care how many times the media tries to make light of this, try to say, okay, she was just another white woman, let's move on. Her life mattered to someone. She will not be able to enjoy what we take for granted for graduating, marrying someone, having children, grandchildren. That's all gone because of poor judgment of the Biden administration. From reading what happened to her, they said that this woman tried to contact 911 and that this monster somehow, I guess, took the phone, the phone from her. Yeah. He crushed her skull beyond recognition. Now, I know a lot of you don't want to hear this, but we need to say it. This is the brutality that we're letting in this country. And we don't know who these people are. We can't even keep track of them. And then when we do lock them up, we let them out again to commit another offense. And they said that this guy was stopped because he resembled his brother, who's also a criminal. Now just imagine, they're going to leave their country to come here. You would think they would be respectful. You would think they would try to get a job, albeit illegally. You would think they would say, we're in another country. Let's do the right thing. They didn't do that. This man took a life. Before he took this life, he had been arrested on not one occasion, but three other occasions. He was let go. He raped a 14-year-old. He had another kid, a, a minor, in danger. Doesn't care. Why not? Why not do it? What's going to happen to me? I'm not in my own homeland. I'm in America. And in America, they seem to praise criminal activity. They don't care. Had there not been a, such a scrutiny on what happened, this man probably would have never been caught. And if he had been caught, they would have let him go. As I mentioned to you earlier on during the second block, look at what happened in New York City. Those illegal aliens jumping on a cop, beating the cop up. And, and not only that, I think in another state, a police officer lost his life because of an illegal alien, killed him. And the stories go on and on and on. The media doesn't want to report on it. They'll make light of it. Now, had it been a white man, oh, we would hear about this. Oh, the dangers of white men. White men, they're, they're toxic. We got to lock all the white men up. The Nazis, the neo-Nazis. The neo-Nazis. Everywhere except for in Ukraine. Everywhere except for in We're not supposed to be afraid of the ones in Ukraine. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. Yeah, right. Which there are some, but we have to send them money. 
but the few freak white supremacist freaks around here, that's who we have to be scared of. I mean, I'm not saying there's nobody like that here, you know, I don't mean to dismiss it, you know, but I mean, it's not exactly at the top of my list of what I'm scared about every day, especially when we're sending billions of dollars to Ukraine where there is an active Nazi presence. And to protect their border, we've got to protect Ukraine's border. Because God forbid if Russia comes across, oh no, that can't happen. Meanwhile, here in the United States, our border wall has been completely breached. And oh, don't talk about that. It's okay. They're fleeing persecution. But again, if there's so much racism here, why are they coming to the racism? Why aren't we stopping them at the border and say, but wait, let me say this. Why aren't we stopping them at the border, Heather, to tell them, don't go here because there's a lot of racism. But you know what's happening? They're sending them to red (laughs) states because they want to flip the state. They want to change the dynamics of the state. You would say, oh, only go to the blue states. Oh, no, but we're going to send them to the red states also. But what about the racism? And people are buying it. Oh, yeah, we, we forgot about that. But they're buying it. No more about the racism. Just let them come with their criminal behavior. Why won't the media address what Trump said almost six years ago about they're not letting their finest, their rapist, and the suburban moms? Oh, we don't want to hear that. We don't want you to call them rapist. As I said during the first block are. of the show, well, I'll say this. Yeah, he well, some of them, right. Some of them are nice people. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they're nice. Well, I'm sure some of them are. I mean, they're you know he. I think that was good of Trump to say. I mean, they he what he was trying to raise that there's a serious bunch of problems that have to be addressed. But he was actually, in his own blunt way, humane enough to make clear that he's not trying to demonize and vilify and dehumanize all of these people, which I think was good. I mean, you know, I mean, he didn't have to say that, but he, you know, it was the right. I think he expressed it pretty well. I mean, he's saying that there's a criminal element coming. We should address it, but we can't just demonize and dehumanize all these people and rough them all out. I mean, he wasn't trying to be like some like they paint him to be. You know, he. I mean, there were worse things he could have said. He could have generalized about everybody coming over here and they're all a bunch of scum. I mean, if that's really what, you know, he was some Hitler-esque guy, you know, but he just said, look, some of these are nice enough people. It's not that everybody's a monster, but this is a problem. We can't just keep opening the border because there's all kinds of criminals coming in. I mean, it's pretty simple, you know, and it was pretty humanely expressed and, and I think, you know, accurately. But look at what the monsters are doing. We let them come here. We say, hey, you can come. But look at what they're doing to our country. Well, the worst of them, the worst of them. And some of them probably are nice people. They're just, some of them are nice. They're just taking advantage of something. You know, look, I mean, like I say, any group of people, human nature is what it is. You know, you give somebody a, some, a freebie, they're going to take it. It doesn't have make them a monster. It's, it's a bad policy. These people aren't, I mean, yes, there are bad ones among them, but these people, you know, on the whole are just people. They're no more bad than everybody in this inner city is bad. You know, 
Those are the people in the inner city are good people too. But when you have insane policies that, you know, don't punish crime, then criminal elements are going to do what they can get away with. The but we don't know the good. Is- we don't know the good from the bad. So why should we even risk it? Why are we telling our citizens that they should risk it? Policies are bad. The policies are incentivizing criminal behavior, whether it's in the inner cities, whether it's with the migration across the border, because the policies are creating, they're, they're rewarding, they're making it easy for the worst people to do what the hell they want. And they're incentivizing other people who are probably decent enough people, but they're being given incentives to do something illegal and they have hard lives and a lot of them are going to try and do it. But I mean, that doesn't make them bad. It makes the policy bad because the policy is impractical and it's out of control. And it's, it's, you know, when people are having a hardship and they're being this, you know, treat is being dangled for them. <laughs> a lot of, you know, those people aren't going to say, no, I'm too upstanding to do that. They're going to say, let's make a run for it. Let's, you know, drag our kids. And then, you know, it's creating all these other problems. It's, it's the government policies that are not wise about human nature. They're not, you know, they're rewarding dysfunction and law breaking and they're, you know, again, you know, any, even if you take good people and you give them incentives to do illegal things, more and more of them are going to be tempted to do it, is the way I see it. But the I policy. think what you said, that we are rewarding bad behavior. Yep. When these illegals here commit the- crime, here in this country, when they commit a crime and we let them out, as Alvin Bragg loves to do, and he would have done that with the illegals that jumped that cop, let them go, others will come. And some of them even said, one of the gentlemen who jumped the cop even said, we go to New York, we steal, we take it to Florida, we sell the stuff, and then we go back to New York. And the question was, well, why don't you stay in Florida? Well, because they will lock us up. So they know where to go. There's like a network. The word is out. Go to a liberal city or town, and you can do whatever you want to do. Every evening, we look at the 6 o'clock news or at the 10 o'clock news, and we see people going to stores, smash and grab, and nothing is done. And, and then, just the other day, we found out that Google's Gemini or AI, when you were to Google, if you were to Google shoplifters, what did you see? Pictures of young white girls. It's like, are you serious? They're telling you those are the shoplifters. Heather, yes, there are. But if you have an entire page of nothing that's, and it's by design, you can look at it and tell that it's by design. But when you look at the six o'clock news, who do you see? Let's just be honest. We can't hide the truth. We don't see young white girls dressed up in the latest fashion trends, stealing a smash and grab. Who do you see? Black people, brown people. Let's just be honest, because that's the only way we will solve this. And what's happening right now, they're trying to create a scenario whereby, oh, no, we can't say that about them because that's racism. We're creating racism. Can I say one thing, Rob? I would add to you that if we had a system of law 
and DAs that said to every young white girl who was arrested, white girls should not be punished for stealing because white girls have been discriminated against since they were little girls. Everything has been against them. The whole world is against them. They should have separate standards. Do you know how long it would take before more and more young white girls started stealing? Wouldn't take long. You know what I'm saying? If I white hear what girls, you're saying. Anybody, okay, was being, this is human nature. You know? But if, right if, now, if, but right, unfortunately, right now, that's not the problem. Right now, what we have is a systemic problem that we see young you see black kids. Saying? I hear what you're saying. Right, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. It's a double standard. It's 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 lunacy and it's corrupted people's minds. I mean, you take and that's what and that is by design. That's what they're hoping to do right now, is to corrupt people's minds. Right now, the problem is that the group of people that are committing the crimes, we have to be truthful, are black youths. It has to be addressed because only when you address it can you get beyond it and correct it. But they want us to think that that's not the case. It's painful to say. It's painful to know. But reality is reality. And the same way they're trying to get us to think that men can have babies, men can nurse babies, men can play in female sports, they're doing the same thing with criminal behavior. And we have to push back on it. The same way we have to push back and speak the truth that what's coming through our border right now aren't the finest of the finest. It's a group of thugs. It's a group of criminals. Because Venezuela, Ecuador, and Mexico have, un have opened up their prison cells and said, go to America, and we don't want you to come back here. And when they come to America, they start their networking, their criminal networks, and then they start committing crimes. And as I said during the first block of the show, for all those suburban moms, and yes, I keep saying for suburban moms, because we keep hearing that it's the suburban moms and the independents that will probably flip this election. Well, I want to say to you again, this is what you're welcoming to your front door. When you vote for Biden, this is what you're welcoming, because you're being such scaredy cats and saying, well, I don't like what Trump is putting on Twitter. Well, Biden is doing more than that. He's bringing a criminal activity to your door, and it's going to tear up your family. It's going to rip at your heart, and you have no one to blame but yourselves. Because every vote for a Democrat and for Biden is what you're going to get right now on our streets. We have to accept reality. That's a fact, okay? What isn't a fact is that men can have babies. No. That's a dream. That's a fantasy. It will never happen. What a fact is, is that we have criminals coming across the border to come after us. Yes, they're coming after us. Yes, they want to kill us. Yes, they want to cause us harm. Because if that weren't the case, that young man who came here would have saw that young woman jogging on the jogging path and would have walked away and would have said, I'm not going to do anything. But he didn't care. He didn't care about the cries of racism. He didn't care about that. He didn't care about the criminal justice system isn't fair. He didn't care about that. You know why? Because he knew that our criminal justice system, if they arrested him, they would let him out. And how does he know it? Because it happened three times prior. He was let go. And the only reason now I would submit to you that he's behind bars now is because there was a huge outcry. 
But you look at the mayor of Athens, who's trying to talk it away and say, oh, well, you know, this happened, but, you know, we're going to get beyond it again. That was someone's daughter, someone's child, someone's niece, someone's friend, someone's nurse. That someone is no longer with us. She was snatched away from us because of the failed policies or the lack of policies of the Democrats. And it's time for us to wake up. It is time for us to push back. It is time for us to start yelling and screaming the same way those individuals were doing at that press conference in Athens the other day. It is time to stop playing around with these individuals because they don't care. They want to continue telling us these lies and they want us to believe us. They want to, as you said, Heather, they want us to scare us into silence. They don't want us to say anything. They want us to be afraid of them because if we're afraid, they can continue doing what they're doing and we won't say anything. But I, for one, yeah, I'm tired of it. Power. I am mm -hmm, going to speak power. out every chance I get on After Dark with Robin Andrew because I am not going to let this end. We have been letting it stop, letting it slide by too many times. But I'm not going to allow that to happen because this woman had a life and she should still be here. And it's not fair what happened to her because of Joe Biden and the Democrats not wanting to close the border. It has to stop. You've been listening to After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Out Loud platform. I hope you enjoyed our show. We will be back tomorrow night, so stay tuned. And as my dear friend Andrew would always say, stand for something or fall for nothing. Thank you, Heather, for joining me tonight. God bless. Thanks, Rob. Bless you.